This is beautiful. Honestly, but the tea, not so much. You're out of milk, by the way. You lost weight. Are you, Rake? I asked you first. Yeah, but my answer depends on yours. See, if you are Rake, then you are the myth of Mumbai, the legend that got the journalists out of Congo and it took down the two gangs to save the mayor of Rio. I mean, the honor would be all mine, but I have to say, mate, you're not living up to the hype. What happened? You fall off a bridge. How about you put my cup down, hop in your car, and off? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. I think I can barely hear him. Is he? Are we podcasting now? <laughs> is that what we're doing? <laughs> What? I can't tell. I thought, I thought it was ASMR. <laughs> what is I going on? So too. <laughs> it was it was quite quite the experience there for a second. Is it can you hear me fine? Oh, there you are. <laughs> Nothing has changed. I didn't do anything. Uh, maybe you just had to warm up. I don't know. That was oh, hysterical because yeah. yeah, I could see your, your mic seems to always need to warm up. So maybe Well, that's my it. that's my putt. It's or been my like ga- eight months since we've used it. It's so. my gaming headset. That's so funny. Like because we're talking pre show fine. Yeah. And then when I started talking the uh, during the intro, you both had that confused look like, wait, what's going on? What's happening? We couldn't hear you is the problem. That yeah. was weird. Yeah, nothing changed. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm like looking at my settings, making sure everything's fine. All right. Well, hey yeah, guys, how you yeah. doing? Hey, good. How are you? I'm all right. It's it's been yeah. a minute, hasn't it? It has been. Yeah. With with all the craziness, you know. If we thought earlier this year was crazy, the, the startup of school, vacations, uh, it's just been nuts. It's been nuts. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, that's different. Yeah. Talk again. I, I did make an adjustment this time. So there oh, wow. he is. That's... Oh, that's the the sweet. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Voice we've been waiting for. Yeah. I. I, I baritone. Yeah, I unboxed everything a couple of days ago. I hadn't had a chance to really test it out yet, so I apologize. You press a button? Is that what that was? I, 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 I turned a knob a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so, so I got to take a minute and just ask this question. And I know in asking this question, um, I and myself am epitomizing what I'm about to ask. But has, in your lives, has everyone just been negative lately? Oh yeah, I mean, including you, myself. Yeah, have you? I know. Have I agree. You guys gone through this, like everything negative. I, I am. So, I was so looking forward to podcasting with you guys tonight because I just need some escape from the the negativity of the world. Hmm. So <laughs> I'm glad I get to spend some time with you. Yeah, that's. I hate that that's happened just for don't both. Don't complain of you. about anything. Yeah, no, I hate that that's <laughs> happened for both of you because it's been, you know. Other than the fact that we didn't get to record last week because I had to have a tooth pulled, which was yeah. a lot of was fun. It, was it extracted? Yeah, it's so funny, too, because like, you made that joke. <laughs> it was like, because um, on Tuesday, I was like, hey, guys, I just had a tooth pulled. Uh, I can't do the show tonight. And you're like, but we're doing extraction. <laughs> uh, a, you're right. So it was very funny. The, the, the irony is not... Um, lost on me so yes 
so yeah, so so we've been off for a while. Uh, the last episode that we recorded was an episode with just Cameron, where it was Willow. We did the uh, the show What's Willow. The I show haven't introed the show yet, by the way. I, I will do the normal intro here in a second, but um, yeah, we did the show Willow, and basically. Uh, we didn't like it very much, but it we 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 appreciated what they were trying to do uh, for that oh, okay. for for the show. Didn't Disney pull it now? Yeah, it's gone. It's not yeah, on there it anymore. was it was on there for like a month, and then they just took it off. Wow. Yeah, okay. I'd be interested to hear what like Warwick Davids has to say about that. You know, like yeah, it seems strange. I don't understand. I don't. Uh, the, I don't either. I, I mean, I guess. I mean, like, how could you be so ashamed of your product that you would just pull it off the? shelf yeah. like that you know i didn't think it was that bad but i don't know anyway so we were gone for a while though because i was moving and so i'm now in a new place and if i were to turn take that you know, if you're watching on youtube if i were to turn the blur off my camera <laughs> you would see a sea of boxes behind me we're still uh in the unpacking process and the really the only thing in the office that's set is my desk everything else is just chaos Um, and you know i'm kind of the exact opposite if i would turn my camera around my entire living room is bare because we're supposed to be getting wood flooring and we had to get everything out of these rooms yeah so uh, you know oh yeah now andrew sounds bad now andrew sounds weird what yeah are you on your headset did it switch to his headset (laughs) yeah it switched to his headset (laughs) Uh, this is our 400-something episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. So while Andrew's tinkering around, I'll do the actual <laughs> episode. Hello, and thank you for listening. to. Oh, we've already did the, the greater good. This is episode yeah. 448. <laughs> 448. And you'd think that we've been able to have all these uh, issues. But as you can tell, even legacy podcasters such as ourselves, we still have our issues. Tonight we're talking about extraction. Sean, there we go. There he is. Yeah. I, and are we going to edit any of this? No. No, no, because it's a one shot. <laughs> yeah. This is a one shot, just That's, like this in this movie. Shot. Our podcast is a one shot. Uh, but tonight we're doing Extraction Two, the 2013, 2013? Wow, the twenty twenty three action film, the the Netflix, uh, direct to Netflix movie Extraction Two. Of course, the sequel to the first Extraction movie. I am Sean Allred, your humble host, who is one tooth less than what I was last time I spoke to you. Joining me tonight is Andrew. That heights scene really made my butt pucker, Jimison. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a couple of butt puckering scenes in this film. Yeah. I'm looking forward to talking about them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam, pitchfork to the neck vector. Oh, my gosh. Sean, this is another one of those movies where I could, I've got a plethora of ways oh, yeah. to, to, to kill you. Uh, but hold on, hold on. But, my, but hold on, hold on. I, I know that the, the heights scene would be would be pretty good and torturous, but I remember that when you watched this the first time, the the only of all of the deaths in this movie, your favorite was the treadmill. Yes, yes, that is exactly <laughs> where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna I was gonna turn on this treadmill over here and uh, and and do a, a I don't even know how he got him upside down and neck first i think he it. just like like threw his face down onto it going so fast that it like kicked <laughs> it's, him backwards it's and it, it's just it, it's incredible yeah. oh my gosh incredible yeah yeah some definitely some unique shots and some unique uh unique ways to kill people in this thing yeah for sure 
Well, and that's what this movie is, right? I mean, it, it's an action flick. It's it's you know Chris Hemsworth doing cool Chris Hemsworth things, and so you know if you're just gonna do another kind of generic action flick, you're gonna have to show me something different. Why should I watch it? And yep. And this yeah. movie does a couple of things like that, which are really fun. So, Andrew, go ahead and tell us what this movie is. Okay. After barely surviving his grievous wounds from his mission in uh, Dhaka, Bangladesh, Tyler Rake is back, and his team is ready to take on their next mission. All right. Yeah. That's all One thing good. before we even dive into this at all, I don't think I would ever want to be on this team. Okay. If, if throughout both of these movies, there is pretty much one person. Well, we thought he had a death at the at the first movie, right? But everybody dies on his team. Yeah. Right. I mean, there is no safe person. If you're going to go into the field with, with Rake, you are going to get shot, stabbed, you know, beat up. Uh, it's not going to be a good day. So, and that's the one thing I well. We'll talk about it here in a second. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I jumped the gun. No, it's fine. There's no, there's no gun to jump uh, unless it's the um, grenade launcher sniper uh, thing. <laughs> I, that totally took me off guard. By the way, like when he when he sneaks up on the on the uh, on the airport there, and you see him use the scope to find the guy. I'm like, oh, he's gonna snipe somebody. Nope. Dunk. And then you see that thing arcing in, and boom. I'm like, oh, my God. He just sniped a sniper with a grenade launcher. <laughs> like, how do you train for that? <laughs> that was amazing. Well, how do you train? I mean, I guess you train to kill people in a gym, too. So, I mean, there's there's all sorts of weird training going on. With oh, this, yeah. Uh, That's this true. Entity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very true. So, let's start off with our five-word reviews. And, Sam, you lead off. Um, uh, my five word review is a fitting, hold on. See, I'm, I'm having to make it up on the spot because I completely <laughs> forgot to do this. A, a, a fitting sequel. Uh, that's fun. Right. Um, and you know, normally I have two, but I, I, God, guys, I don't know. I don't know how much I could say I enjoy this movie. Right. It's not the best movie in the world, right? There's issues. There's all sorts of, of kind of continuity problems. But doggone it, for what it is, it is not ashamed to show you. It, uh, I, I liken it to kind of Mad Max, right? Uh, Mad Max, um, Thunder Road, or not Thunder Road. Yeah. Thunderdome. Yeah. I like Thunder Road better. Instead is of it Thunder Road, it's Fury Road. Fury Road, thank you. <laughs> and the Thunder Rubin, Road. No. Rubbin's racing in the post-apocalyptic Australia. Oh, I like that, um, yeah. Right. Uh, it focuses on the action. And I I thought it got... It, it took a little while to get... Like I was a little put off at the beginning of the movie. But holy crap, when that prisoner whistles in the prison... And the one shot starts. Yeah. And for 21 minutes straight, you are on the edge of your seat wondering how in the heck this thing is going to happen. And you've got everything from, you know, one-on-one fights, hands being split in half, um, you know, being hit in the head with a brick, uh, to freaking choppers 
you know, falling around your train. And then of course you end with, with the train crash. And it's just, and, and there are so much, there's so much more in that 21 minutes in between those, mm-hmm. those points that it is just, I watched it again tonight trying to impress my wife with it, but she had, she, she didn't care. Um, <laughs> but I was still sitting here thinking, holy crap, what a masterpiece of action shots. Um, there was a little bit of shaky cam in there, which I don't appreciate, don't really like, but it's generally pretty clear on what you're watching. Um, mm-hmm. it, it does a really jo- a good job of showing the skill that Rake has with killing people and with getting out of bad situations. And he is not immune to getting stabbed. He's not immune to almost getting knocked out by a brick or, or getting hurt. And... I just, I love that. I love that there's a sense of stakes with his character that he is not totally, uh, what do you call it? Plot, uh, plot armor yeah. um, on him. And um, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to more movies with Rake. Well, they've already announced yeah. the third one. So yeah. 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 And I've noticed this is the, it, it took me this long, you know, these one shots are that are in both of these movies, the first one and the second one, are the actual extraction. Yeah. Right? When when they 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 get the person, when the extraction really begins, it, it starts these one shots, and I think that's brilliant. I mm-hmm. hope they continue to do that. I really yeah. do because it is so much fun. Yeah. It is so much fun, and I noticed this time too. There is no music during that twenty one minutes. It's all sound effects. It's all crunching of bones and shots being fired. <laughs> Um, it is, you are literally right there with him with, with the camera in this situation. And I just thought it was great. So let's, let's stay here and talk about this one shot for, for 21 minutes straight. Yeah. (laughs) So if you haven't watched the movie and I know that we have some listeners for the show that this is not their kind of movie and I get that, Um, uh, Rosie probably won't enjoy this movie. It's a little too violent. The scene where he does crack the guy's hand in half, like wishbones oh. his hand. My wife almost like lost her dinner on the bed. Like it was. Oh yeah. She I mean, think about that. Think. Look at your hand, and yeah. like mm-hmm. the force it would take to get that sucker separated like that. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that, that was rough. That was rough. Um. So yeah. So <laughs> when that. So when that. When the. When the. To your point. So what made the first one shot so impressive was we weren't expecting it. Right. Like we didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah. And all of a sudden yeah. you're like four. And it was really well done. And you're like, you're like four yeah. or five minutes into it. And it's like, wait a minute, we haven't had a cut. And we've gone from inside to outside to, you know, broad daylight to, to through inside, the cars, through a couple of windshields, cars and yeah, things like that. And so of course the Russo brothers who produced this, they're going to have to find a way to, to step that up. Right. Right. So not only do we start in a dark prison, which, by the way, is the same prison from Mission Impossible 4, which is kind of fun. Huh. Uh, it's the same filming location. So we have a dark prison, and then we go um, up. You know, they, they have the fight um, a little bit through the prison, right? Then they go downstairs, and then they have the fight with the, the, the evil brother, right? And mm-hmm. the, the wishbone. Then they go. I was not expecting him to die in that instance. By not that's not that soon, but it does no. give does give motivation to the main villain yep. why he's so motivated right. to kill uh, Rake. Yeah. So 
so then we go upstairs, right? And then we get into the courtyard. So now we we've the big difference is so in the first one, the combatants are pretty pretty small, pretty small number of combatants that he's it's one it's a lot of one on one Hemsworth fighting, you know, guys one on one. Uh, even though when they're in the street, there's a lot of you know like extras and stuff, but they're 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 far enough in the background that you don't really pay attention. But when you get into that prison yard, there's like twenty or thirty choreographed fights that are happening. So you've got fights that are on the periphery, right? And then you got the people that are engaging him, one at a time, you know, as as they're fighting. And it's just incredible because it's. It, it's such a choreographed ballet between the the actors and the camera crew, yeah. right? Because they have to go a certain way and they have to move a certain way to get the light right in the thing. And then there's so shake. And then I loved, loved that they said the, the you know the director says, okay, not only are we gonna change lighting and style. I'm gonna change the camera mount and go so when he gets hit in the, with the brick, we're gonna uh-huh. go to that mount that's attached to the actor, so the camera follows the actor as he's kind of like waking back up and getting the bats out of his ears, you know, the the bells like when you get your bell rung, you know. Yeah, I'm not using the right words, but anyway, like they go to that and then the camera gets removed from the harness and goes back to the fighting. It was so incredible. And the other part that that I I noticed this time, right, is when you cut from scene to scene, right, when you have a a movie with lots of cuts, like a lot of cuts, you know, think of Born Identity, Born Supremacy movies, Michael Bay movies. When you have lots of cuts, it's exhausting, right, because your brain is having to really engage with 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 what's happening on the in the film, right? Because you're 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 like, oh, we've moved here. Now we're here. We're here. Well, like and you you have to identify who's who in the shot every, every time. time you cut. Yeah, yeah. every time there's yeah. a cut, you're right. Exactly. Your, your yeah. brain has to. Oh, okay, this is here. Now now we're over here. So your mind is working. Yeah. And so when you finally get to the end of the action scene and the actors are just talking, it's a moment for your brain to relax and to kind yeah. of catch its breath. I noticed myself this time when I was watching the one shot at about the 10 minute mark, because I didn't know how long it was going to last. Mm-hmm. At about 10 minutes, I started realizing that my anxiety was, <laughs> was <laughs> increasing. Yeah, the pressure was up. It, and, yes. it felt, and it felt like my brain was basically trying to tell the rest of me that I need to blink. Yeah, I yeah. need to have this break. And we don't, like, we go from. Because once we get out of prison, they go into vehicles. So then we have a really fun vehicle chase. So we have, again, we have, we go into different vehicles. You know, we're on the sides of a couple of vehicles, and then we go into a couple of vehicles. And we the, go above and, and around them. Yeah. Yeah. One of yeah. one of my favorite bits, though, in that vehicle chase scene is when she's got two motorcycles on her back and he's getting ready to like put a bomb on her or whatever. And she's like, hurry up. And he goes, I'll, I'll be right there. And then he just runs them over. I mean, just runs them over. And <laughs> the bikes explodes. <laughs> Was that fast <laughs> enough for you? You know, because uh, this movie does not have a lot of humor in it. But no. that moment I did laugh out loud. Uh, I, I enjoyed that. So then we they crash, right? They get shot uh, RPG or something, and they crash. And so then they have to run through a factory, 
Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Which was interesting because there were other of their teammates in the factory. Like the the plan was always to to some, get to that factory to the train. To yeah, to right. go through the factory, whether they had to drive through it or whatever. But there was there were men there. Yeah. Um, and then they get on the train, and I I just also really enjoyed the fact that they're on the train and they're doing a little triage on the girl because she got she got hit, and then. You know, Chris just has to walk up and down the train, and it's like he knows exactly where everything is. Oh, here comes a helicopter. Fine, I'll go get the fifty cal machine gun. Oh, there's another <laughs> right. helicopter. Let me activate the minigun. You know, like right. <laughs> it was just it was a little convenient. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it was. And I said but, that, but that that's also kind of how I feel that this unit is is so right. prepared. Yeah, is so ready for anything that you know. That that they're just ready for it. They're, they they had that there in case. Uh, and and guys... my sorry, go ahead. I was saying, and my first thought was when they're in the train and and they're shooting like the miniguns and all the stuff. My first thought was, this is an expensive extraction between <laughs> right? between the three bulletproof vehicles, the train, yeah. all the ammunition. Whoever's hiring them must have some deep pockets. Yeah. So go ahead, Andrew. Not to mention that all they're, they're paying all of these, which I would guess would be, um, oh, what do you call it for hire mercenaries, right? They're they're mercenaries. Yeah. So those, the, you know, each life they took probably had some sort of price that that would have to be paid out. So it, yeah, it's it's very expensive, I would think. Yeah. Did you guys feel that the train portion? Did you feel like that train track was like? either really short or they didn't, didn't go very far. Did they didn't get them very far away from the factory? <laughs> like... The only thing I can think of is it was supposed to be a longer trip and the bad guys somehow ahead of time had, had, had changed their track. Cause when T was up top and he shoots down the helicopter, that's when yeah. you hear the ding, 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 ding. And he goes, uh, you know, we're we're at the end of the track or something like that, and like he's like he yeah. tells her to stop and she can't. I guess it maybe it made me feel like they were maybe supposed to, go, but like then they got on a helicopter pretty quickly after that or something, right? Or they, yeah. I mean, I guess mainly it was just because it was such open ground from the factory to where they needed to go. They needed some kind of armored protection, mm-hmm. and so I guess they just yeah hired. I mean, a train. I, I understand why it was used, but I just I remember thinking. Well, that's the shortest train ride since. Yeah. Well, and the idea, you know, if the plan would have worked, right, the totally perfectly worked, they would have never shoot down helicopters or shoot bikes, right? If the plan had worked to what they wanted to do, they were in and out and on the train and onto a a helicopter as quickly as they could, not having to use anything. So, I mean, they were on plan like, D point two yeah. by that point um, on the train, which we always appreciate as a mem- as an audience, right? If this had gone off without a hitch, it'd be a boring movie. Yeah, but um, the girl yeah. had to drop a toy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the only way the trope would have have been is if she would have like gone back for it. Yeah. 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 I mean, he just crushes it and just says, "Sorry, kid." Sorry, kid. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's what triggered the whole thing off was the was the toy making noise and the guy wakes up. Pretty much a, a quiet place, isn't it? 
Uh, yeah, kind <laughs> of. Yeah. So, so the movie does have. Uh, um, so, to your point, Sam, you said the beginning was a little. You know, we we do we do get. Uh, oh, I wasn't ready for it. Dang it. Uh, we do get a. We do get a good training montage, right? a rehabilitation yeah. montage, I guess I should say. Yeah. So, so Which, the, he's well. I'm guessing the pressure of the water kept him alive because it kept the blood in his body or something I, from the river. Only thing I could think of is like that's one of the dirtiest rivers on the planet. Like how he didn't get all kinds of infection is impressive. Right. I mean, it looked like sewage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's India. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. There's they've got some issues down there with with what I also find it really interesting too. So the the these two movies are shot in places with bad guys who are not on our typical bad guy radar, right? Mm-hmm. You don't think of India as this mecca of crime bosses, right? Right. And I couldn't tell you in the history of films that I've watched where the bad guy was Georgian. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> just I, I I couldn't. So, but that's what makes that's what's interesting too. I like that. I me like too. The, the settings. I yes. like, you know, I like that we're not in some sort of terrorist camp or yeah, yeah. Um, it's not Saudi Arabia or, or Afghanistan or just Russia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and that makes it. We're in v- we're in Vienna. You know, having yeah. a shootout in Vienna. You know, like how yeah. cool is that? Yeah, it was. Um, but yet, this movie has it's like at the three main action scenes, right? You got the the extraction, twenty one minute yep. one shot, and then you have the shootout in Vienna, and then the shootout at the end at the airport, which honestly was a bit of a letdown for me. Oh yeah, only I mean, not that it was bad; it, it was still good. But to have it was almost like a step down for each action shot, right? So you had the twenty one minute, you had the Vienna. And then you had the end church kind of thing. Yeah. And it just felt like they 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 put all of their effort, not all of their effort, but it just felt like there was more oomph in the first act I than think, there was in the finale. I, I do think, and to your point, I think that um, plot-wise, I think it, it, it goes to the point that the uh, the uncle was trying to teach the main bad guy is that... Because he loses so many men, mm-hmm. yeah. In yep. in the course of trying to retrieve him, so that by the time it was at the end, it was just him, that one guy, and uh, your poor man Craglin from Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> or the beefy Craglin. That's what he looked like when I saw him. I was like, he looks yeah. like Craglin from. It looks like, uh, yeah, Walmart uh, Sean Sean Gunn. Uh, so. Anyway, uh, I mean, I do kind of see what your point. I do see your point because usually at the end, you want to have like the big finale. The big you want to have whatever. Yeah. But even yeah. the first extraction was kind of the same way because even the end shootout on the bridge wasn't really huge. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I just, I laughed out loud when he shot that guy, when he sniped that guy with the grenade launcher <laughs> and then he blew up the airplane and all of the vehicles. Yeah. I, I mean I really did enjoy that that scene. I I I I enjoyed it because it was like subtlety is out the window. I am here, you're gonna know that I'm here. Again, it's not like he sniped a guy with a silencer and you don't yeah, know he's don't, coming. 
you don't know yeah it was a i'm here mother effer you know like (laughs) it was different so yeah (laughs) andrew what's your five word review well i just have one it's only four and that is bone tomahawk hand edition (laughs) (laughs) you're right (laughs) (laughs) that scene wow as soon as it happened, I knew what my five word was going to be right then. <laughs> and I not only did I know what my five word was, I went back and watched that scene two more times. <laughs> Just because I wanted to be sure that that is exactly what That's I That's exactly what happened, right? It, had, it happened so quick. I was like, wait, did, did his hand just split in half? Yeah. And then I went back and watched it again and I went, his hand did just split in half. And then I thought, wait, I got to see how that happened. So I went back and watched it again. <laughs> yeah, um, it's crazy. But you know, a moment like that in any other movie is going to have em- uh, emphasis put on it, right? There's right. going to be some sort of dramatic music or a, a slow motion or, you know, that shot is going to, to be during, during this, this one. It's just another, yet another craziness that happens yeah I mean, you know in real time yeah, right and yeah. to your point i mean like that was the, the guy that had been torturing her for years and yeah right i mean he splits his hand and then she hits him with a shovel and then he gets stabbed in the neck and he's done that's it yeah. it's like okay time to move this question and it has to do with this family issue all right this is his sister-in-law ex-sister-in-law i suppose right yeah yes and in his line of work, do you think that at some point he thought, hey, one day I'm going to have to kill my brother-in-law? <laughs> like, how do you do what he does and not know that your brother-in-law is... Well, I mean, you know, I've, I've known for years that I'm going to have to kill Chad one of these days. <laughs> so. I mean, he, when, as, as soon as um, they were talking about the sister or whatever... Like as soon as she was like, do you know the such and such? And he's like, yeah, they, these guys are 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 bad news. Like he's known that. Like he knows who they yeah. are. So, I guess because his job is extraction and not freelance vigilante. Yeah, you know, I guess maybe that's why it wasn't on his radar. But once he got told by whoever Idris Elba's working for that you got to go get him because he's going to kill them. Yeah. Then, uh, I, I did think it was very strange that in a in a in a place where he you know they own the, the they they own enough of the government that 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 he that the the guards in the prison can let the guy kind of come and go as he pleases and he has enough influence to get his family moved into prison to oh. quote unquote protect him but not enough influence to get him out I mean I know that he said that the Americans said that he had to to be in prison but it just that seems very strange like oh well okay just have your wife and kids in prison with you and of course he was like hey it's time for a conjugal visit she's like no not tonight and of course he he slaps her or whatever yeah i did wonder does that actually happen i mean do, do can can your family be imprisoned with you i don't think that's in georgia apparently yeah apparently I, i mean i know not here but like does that happen in other countries? I, I have no idea. Heard of that? I don't know. I just, I, Sarah said, "God, 
prisons in other countries are awful. And I said, yes, but their hospitals are better than ours. <laughs> True. <laughs> and their schools. <laughs> yeah. Most of them. Yeah. Uh, or at least the cafeteria food in, in the schools. <laughs> sure. Uh, my five word was just simply action-packed, fun one-shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... And I'm not saying that the only reason why you should watch this movie is for the one shot. I don't, I'm not saying that. Well, when the one shot is a good, what, quarter of the movie? Almost, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You kind of are watching it for the one shot. (laughs) The one shot is done so well that if you're, if you don't really know that you're, and if you're not really paying attention, you don't even realize it's a one shot. No. Yeah. Like, and that's the point, right? It's, it's, and that's why Sean was getting anxious and not blinking. Right. Because you're just, it's it just keeps going and going and going. That that twenty one mm-hmm. minutes does not feel like twenty one minutes. No, it it just goes by so fast. And it really is. I mean, if you watch this, it, that twenty one minutes is so well done because they're in a prison, they're in vehicles, they're on a train. Right, all this happens in in one shot. Yeah, and it's amazing. And I'm sure that it wasn't one take and i'm sure oh maybe yeah. it was and I, but no, i'm sure no, that no. it was there was 43 cut. different cuts i think um uh let's see uh, was, uh four to five minutes four to five months to rehearse and 29 days to shoot yeah and that's what i was gonna say i'm sure it was a lot of rehearsal i hadn't read any yeah. of the trivia well especially so. that uh the the main uh outdoor area where there's 50 people going at it yeah right um and then the the, the riot gear and everything jeez oh, i mean it was just incredible incredible yeah i i do love when the somebody throws a molotov cocktail and he blocks <laughs> it with the shield but his arm is on fire and he's still punching people with his arm on yeah. fire wow <laughs> <laughs> oh. so yeah, very I want, cool i want rake to come after me if i'm ever abducted so well, yeah, of course. But the problem yeah. is, is that neither one of us can afford to hire him. True. Oh, that is true. So you're on your own, pal. Sorry. Shoot. <laughs> uh, I I did a little, uh, just a quick Google search on the, uh, on the on the scene and um, that that twenty one twenty one minute. He said they're they're talking about the scene where his arm is on fire. He said seven or eight takes. I think we had Hemsworth shared it was fun. As soon as my arm was lit up, it was action because it would burn for probably fifteen seconds or something. And by the end of that little sequence of punches and kicks and so on, if the fire wasn't out, my instructions were to pat it out myself. It felt <laughs> cool. It felt fun. Hopefully, it'll look cool. So that's re- for some reason I thought that was CGI fire. That was real fire. <laughs> it was real fire. His arm was on wow. fire. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is yeah, cool. cool. All right. Anyway, I could keep reading that article for a while, but I won't. Uh I didn't take many notes for this movie because there wasn't a whole lot to really talk about or write notes about just because so much of the movie. I mean, over I'd say well over half the movie is just action sequences. So, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. when you're in the middle of an action sequence, I don't want to turn my face. Like, I don't want to look down the computer because I'll miss something. I'll miss a cool way someone died, like a with a treadmill. I tell you, uh, Mr. Juggernaut going after the, the woman. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, and the woman taking him down was amazing. That was, that was yeah. quite incredible. 
Yeah, I'm glad you said Juggernaut because that it did remind me of uh, a Modern Warfare two or yeah, three right. or whatever it was with the juggernauts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's my notes. This is literally all my notes, right? First note, that's a nice hospital. Definitely not America. Second one, pitchfork to the neck. Third, they probably could have given him an easier place to retire to. Fourth, training montage. Five, that, that 21 minute one shot was insane. Henchman number one looks like Kraglin from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever seen a grenade launcher as a sniper. That's it. That's all my notes. That's all. Yeah. That's it. Nice. There's nothing else to talk about. I mean, it's it's just, yeah. It's so much fun to watch. I would have loved to watch this for the first time with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like and in, in a, a theater. theater. In a yeah. theater, right? And just oh my gosh, yeah. the, uh, you know, just, oh my God. And it would have been a lot of fun to watch with an audience. It really would. Yeah, and and if you are an action buff, these this series is for you. Like, yeah, this is. Yep. There's no other genre you can place this in other than action because it is just the you know we didn't talk about the end really uh, of the the one shot where the train wreck. I mean, we mentioned it because of the short track, but you know the holding on like hold on, and they strap these guys into these nets. <laughs> And then you just see him get flung to the back of the car. Yeah. And, yeah. you know. Just bounce around while the set's, yeah. you know, rotating. Yeah. It's so crazy. Good. Yeah. It's so, so good. Well and it, it, I liken it to when you first watched the Jason Bourne movie and the action shots in there, we were all open mouth agape at, at those types of things. This this gave me that same feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? Especially, you know, the first one because – but – this just builds off of it. And I think they did such an incredible job giving me those moments of, holy crap, what did I just watch? Yeah. Uh, so good. You ready for a few clips? I don't, I don't have much, but I have a few. You ready for them? Let's do it. All right. Uh, talking about the shirt. Good. Look at this. It's with the shirt. There's a bed or something. Right, you like it? No. I get you one. What's your size? 44 regular? I mean, you're a little bit slim, I know. Shut up. I missed you too. <laughs> that that I don't know why, but it kind of made me think of when he says you're a little bit slimmer. It made me think like it's a crack on him not being Thor. <laughs> like he doesn't have to be bulked up for Thor, so he's a little slimmer. That's I don't know why that's what reminded me of. I um, will say I felt incredibly bad, not to the point of crying, but I felt bad when. Um, What's his name died? Yeah. The uh, Yaz. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my gosh, you know what this guy was doing. And that just, for some reason, his death really hit me in this movie. Well, there's only three. Well, you have, so you got the three action heroes and then you've got the sister-in-law and then the two kids. Yeah. Well, you knew nothing was going to happen to the kids. Pretty right. sure nothing was going to happen to the sister-in-law. And that, so that left the only two people because there were other people on the team in the vehicles that were nameless team yep. members that got killed. I mean, but, somebody got headshotted on the train almost instantly. Yeah. In, in towards the back of the train. So, yeah. And there was uh yeah, there was a couple of them that got killed when they had the little alpha team uh, infiltrate the train. And then when Hemsworth went onto the roof to, to get the minigun to shoot down the helicopter, there was a dead, you know, teammate up there also. 
Yeah. So, but we don't care because we don't know who they are. But you're right. This, of the movie that had only really three action heroes, and one of them died, and he was a funny dude, and and he was, yeah. and he was good, and mm-hmm. uh, just really seemed like you know a, a good guy. It was yeah. It was, it was well, a and it took so much to bring him down, right? Because he got shot several times in the stairwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finally really didn't go down until he shot, I think it was in the back, right? On yeah. the roof. So I think yeah. so, yeah. Uh chickens. Bring my chickens. We ate them. What about my dog? Oh, we ate her too. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> I'm joking. She's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I like how he's like, I'm kidding. She's in the house. Like, I don't think we really needed the clarification, but it was funny where he's like, yeah, we ate your dog too. Uh, this is a very tropey line that is said a lot in action movies. I'm going to enjoy killing you. Yeah. Get in line. They get in line. That Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that, if there was one scene that I thought was a little over the top slash 90s 80s action movie it was that rooftop scene um on the glass you know um between the three of those those god it made me uncomfortable man (laughs) (laughs) jesus when the glass started cracking under their feet well the first the first butt pucker was when he dove after her and he's grabbed her and he's holding on while you know he's got his arm hooked on one and he's holding her just dead hanging her body you know and i'm like Oh, son of a... Actually, really, the first butt pucker, the really first one, was when the kid and him are having the heart-to-heart and the drone is slowly floating away from the balcony. And I'm like, (laughs) only thing holding up that kid is a little piece of glass? Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, that gave me such anxiety. (laughs) It really does. That stuff bothered me. So, oh, and by the way, you know that movie you wanted us to do, Sam, just to torture me? The height movie where like the two girls are up oh, on yeah. the thing? Yeah, yeah. I, it was on a reels. Like I saw part of that movie on a, on a reels thing where she has to, she's trying to charge her cell phone. She climbs up to the very, very top, unscrews the light bulb, and she's trying to connect the, the thing inside to charge her phone. I saw that part and, and uh, I was like, <laughs> Dang, yeah, that's high up. That's uncomfortable. So even on my phone, I was getting a little sweaty palm. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it for the show. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, I did like this line. Why don't you tell me where you are and we can finish what we started? Want to negotiate? At the airfield. By St. George's Church. I'm not coming to negotiate. I'm not coming to negotiate. I'm coming to blow everything up. <laughs> With a sniper grenade launcher. That's right. <laughs> uh, last line. This made me laugh out loud. I have enough stuff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's just laying there. He's both laying there. And he's like, I'm not going to stop ever. He reaches over the gun and Blows his head, he just shoots him in the head. <laughs> I'll stop you. Yeah, that made me laugh. I don't know if it was supposed to, but it did. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> All right. Uh, and now for some more bad news. Ready? So, this is where we have a game. Do we have a game? 
Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, we have a nice. game. All right, this is the game where it's called Hey, Did You Notice? This is a game where Andrew went and combed his way through the movie to find little things to ask Sam, did we notice? Um, simple back and Twice, forth. in fact, for this movie. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's a simple back and forth, so we'll see how it goes. Go ahead. All right, so here's the first question. And is Sam going first? Is that how? Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. In the hospital at the beginning, Rake is having his mustache trimmed and then his fingernails clipped. Which hand and which fingernail was being clipped when it's shown on screen? <laughs> Lord. Uh, it's his left thumb. That is incorrect. Sean. Ah. It's his right hand. I know that. Yeah. Uh, is it is his ring finger? You You're right. Yeah. It's, oh, it's his ring finger. Yeah. yeah. I remember the right shot because I remember the shots looking down at the hand, and then you're looking up and you're seeing his face and profile. So that's how I know it's his right hand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. All right, Sean. This is yours. When buying the chickens at the market, what vegetable is right beside the chickens? Oh, there's there's a, a stack of vegetables right beside the chicken. Well, usually it's like carrots or something because it's it's easy to photograph. So that would be a good guess, but no. Yeah, Sam. Um, I would guess squash. Closer is zucchini. <laughs> zucchini. That would have been my second guess. I got it. <laughs> All right, so no points there. Uh, Sam, when okay. Idris Elba's character shows Rake the mug shots of the two brothers. Their heights are listed. Oh, what are their heights? <laughs> are you kidding me. 510 and and 511. Yes. What? <laughs> That's right. Did I really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> 510 for one of the brothers. I don't know which and 511 for the other. Yeah. Nice, dude. Good job. Dude, that that is a total guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a good guess. Yeah, thank you, thank you. All right, Sean, uh, this one, this one's a. I'm just gonna lob this one over the plate for you. Okay. So, <laughs> I doubt that. The but... family, no, no, seriously, the family is being kept in a cell in the jail. In what cell number? Because it's not only written on the wall, but they say it in the movie. It's yeah, two forty. 270. Gosh dang it. Would it. Be perfect. it would be perfect if it was 230 because that's what time you go to the dentist for the extraction. Uh, <laughs> Tooth hurdy? Yeah, I got Tooth you. Uh, Sam? Yeah, I even tried to look it up there for a second and I couldn't find it. Um, I, 217. Close. 207. 207. Oh! There was a 7. I had the 7 and 0 backwards. Gosh dang it. <laughs> 207. All right, uh, and last question. This is for the win because you both have one point at this point. Okay. Uh, and this goes to I've lost my tra train of thought. It should be this Sam. Is... All right, Sam. So, what food does Nick bring the girl when she's in bed recuperating from her gunshot? The what little girl. food? She brings her a plate of food. What is on the plate? Um, I it looks like mashed potatoes. No. So, no. Okay. how many items are, am I going to have to guess? I, because I will say there are three items. There are three oh, items. Three items. I remember. 
a piece of cake. Yes. I don't know what kind of cake it was, but it was like a very large piece of like <laughs> like Good chocolate number. vanilla cake. And then the other right. one was a croissant. Yes. And I thought, my God, like how much sugar are we going to give this person? Um, yeah, two of the three. I don't remember the third thing. Those are the two the two primaries. It was a croissant, a piece of cake. But it was like another starch, right? It was like another bread item, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was like... Uh, well, think about where we are in yeah. the world. Well, they're in Venice at this point. A cannoli. So, an apple strudel. Apple strudel. Apple strudel. I, I knew it was a pastry, yeah. but I didn't. I, I couldn't remember what it. Yeah. Kind of well, was. I don't know that it was apple. I assume, but it was some kind of strudel. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but seriously, Sam, this piece of cake was like this big. I mean, this thing was massive. It was a huge. It was piece almost of... comical. Yes, because because when she brings the plate, my wife says, "Good lord, that's a lot of sugar." I was like, "Can can we get this kid a piece of fruit or something like <laughs> orange slices?" You know. Yeah. So, do I so get? I do I get? That's worth. That's worth sixty six point six percent. So I get <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, so Sean Sean got one point six six points. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good enough for a win in my book. Good job. Good job. Cool. Yeah. So there we are. Thank I'm you, I'm still impressed with your uh, your your spot on guess of five ten and five eleven. That's perfect. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. It's common heights. That's, that's the only You're thing right, I can yeah. think of is common heights. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're not wrong. All right, time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where we give this movie a score from zero to ten. Do you guys want to know what we gave Extraction One? You guys, yeah. If you've got it up, I'd like to know. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've. Uh, so we gave. We gave Extraction One. Andrew gave it a seven point two. Uh, whoever our guest was gave it a seven point one. I don't have written down who our guest was. And uh, Sam gave it a 7.7, and I gave it an 8.1 for a, an average score of 7.75. 7.52, excuse me. Huh, okay. Uh, that top three category was one-man army. I like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm thinking back, I I might score that a little higher. Yeah. Than 7, or 7.2, yeah. whatever I gave it. Yeah. That's... Hmm. Okay. Gosh, it's... <laughs> That episode was 294. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. I don't know why. No. But it was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, all right, Andrew, what you got? Well, on IMDb, it's a 7 out of 10. Just a flat 7. Yeah. Uh, I I can't really say if I liked it better than the first, because it, it has been a while since I've seen the first one. So I'm just going to give it the same score that I gave the first one because I, it's it's equally good, in my opinion. Okay. So a seven point two. I like it. Uh, Sam. Um, you know I'm going to say uh, I'm kind of there with Andrew. I like it just as much as the first one. I wish I would have put it maybe another point one higher. Um, I'm going to say seven point seven again. Okay. And uh, yeah, actually, I think I'm just gonna. Um, well, if I give it the exact same score, well, no, we don't have the the guest to to change the score. So um, if I give it an eight point one, which is what I gave it last time, uh, it actually gives it a seven point six repeating, which is I think okay. That does mean yeah. that this is gonna rank a little higher than the first one, though. Maybe this was. I think- 
I think they're equal. I mean, I, I do too. I, I feel like they're yeah. pretty much the same movie, and I'm okay with that. I think. I yeah. mean, there's a you know the first one had a little bit of a plot twist and uh, a little bit more team killing kind of a thing, and I don't know. I just I really enjoyed this. This was a good time, and um, yeah, and at eight point one, so I'm okay with that. Seven point six six repeating. That's fine. I'm totally yeah. okay with that. Extraction two, go watch it. If you yeah, if you got a couple fun. hours and you have Netflix, go watch it. It's like you should do it. Do yourself a favor. Uh, but that's it. That's our show. That's that's everything. That's that's how we uh, we're gonna end it. I, I will say this next week. Ooh, you guys, next week. I'm Uh-oh. so excited. So excited. So next week's movie is a movie that has been <laughs> delayed. Not once, but twice. Just like <laughs> me moving into my house, it's been delayed twice. Or uh, my flooring. Or your flooring. And and because of the delay, I have now watched it three times. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to watch it again? I might. <laughs> I really might. Because next week we're doing Dungeons and Dragons, Hero, um, Honor Amongst Thieves. And my nice. gosh, I cannot wait to talk about this movie. Because... I have enjoyed it so much, and I was so surprised at how good it was when I saw it. It blew me away. I, I'm so excited to talk about it. We're going to be rejoined by Cameron from the Green Shirt Podcast and Open Pike Night, who came on with me to do Willow. That was the episode we were supposed to do it all, was that Willow episode, but didn't didn't work <laughs> out. Uh, so I'm very excited. Next week, we're going to talk about um, Dungeons & Dragons. If you guys are ready for some fun clips, my gosh, I have pulled a bunch of clips for that movie. So just nice. uh, it's going to be a good time. Looking forward to it. In the meantime, go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libson.com. There you can find links to other social media accounts, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all those places. YouTube, go to YouTube. Like and subscribe us on YouTube. Uh, we're getting... Some more traction there, which is actually really cool. And you can see what we look like and see Sam and Andrew's ridiculous backgrounds uh, of the, of the things. It's ridiculous. And, no. um, Makes total sense. It kind of does. I mean, the one Sam has currently is obviously an AI rendering of Chris Hemsworth at the dentist. But for some reason, Chris Hemsworth kind of looks like Brad Pitt. A little bit. Yeah. It's Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Clint Eastwood's kid. Oh, Scott Eastwood, yeah, Scott, that's, yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, they all kind of look. You're right. Anyway, he's at the dentist, looking very nervous, and I'm not sure what's happening. Like, there's a hand. I was gonna say, what is that up there? Is a hand holding a gloved hand right up there? I don't know. It looks like a Muppet hand. Like, I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> yeah. There's some weird things happening. AI is weird. You gotta love AI. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, go do those things as I suggested. Uh, and help us out. I appreciate it. And um. Also, if you're listening to us on Good Pods, that's cool. I got an email from Good Pods this week that we have ranked number three among indie film, like on all indie podcasts in the TV film category. We're ranked number three, which doesn't make any sense because I never use Good Pods or advertise there ever. But somebody's listening to us there, so that's cool. So if that's you, let me know. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. And uh, again, thanks so much. Next week, Dungeons and Dragons. It's on. It's on Prime, by the way. Uh, if you're if you're wanting to watch it, it's on Prime. Yeah. Uh, it was only on Paramount Plus for a few minutes, but now it's on Prime. So go watch it there. 
That's going to do it. So on behalf of uh, Andrew and Sam and Wishbone Hand, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening, listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> I think you've got the title there. Oh, oh I wrote it down. Yeah, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>